Hometown, created by Aubrey and Ashlyn Seibert. Welcome back to Hometown. Today, you'll hear from Jenny, a college freshman who grew up here. She doesn't go to the local university, but she comes home frequently, and when I interviewed her, she was on a break. I really enjoyed meeting with Jenny. She seems like one of those very rare people who just have things figured out. I wish her the absolute best in her studies and what is sure to be a very bright future. Are you recording now? Yes. Okay, cool. Would you like to introduce yourself? Uh, yeah. My name is Ginny. I grew up here, went through the schools here, and now I'm in college about an hour away. It's my first year in college. How is that going for you? It's been good. I mean, I enjoy most of my classes, and I've really found good friends. I still have to take math, unfortunately, but it's a lot less stressful than high school. Really? What makes you say that? Well, I was kind of the girl who did everything in high school. You know, almost straight A student, played the flute, worked on the yearbook, National Honor Society. You get the picture. That does sound stressful. I can't say that I did that much stuff when I was in high school. I guess I was mostly just focused on academics. Now that I'm in college, all I have to worry about is the straight A's. Although, I do still have my flute. I'll mess around with it every once in a while. Oh, were you in the marching band? Yeah, I was in marching band all four years of high school. I was actually drum major for the last two years. That's the conductor. Oh, that's neat. Yeah, I liked it a lot. Of course, it was a big time commitment, and so was literally everything else I did. Plus, my high school was whack. <laughs> uh, what do you mean by that? There was so much drama, but I don't mean like regular teen drama. I could have maybe dealt with that a bit but like in the staff of the school. If you paid attention, there was some crazy and messed up stuff going on behind the scenes. Behind the scenes? Well, there were just lots of crazy things that happened. The occasional sexist teacher, plus just normal high school drama between girls. It was a lot to take. I went through terrible breakups, as did my friends, and one or two caused by backstabbing. It got tiring, but hey, College is great, and I have a lot more free time, which has been nice to be able to pursue some other interests. Like what? Well, I mentioned I was in yearbook. It turns out I really like photography, and the campus I'm at is really beautiful. Most Saturday mornings, I'll get up kind of early and walk around taking pictures. It's just a hobby, but I enjoy it a lot. It's relaxing. A kind of creative outlet, I guess. <laughs> That's really interesting. Yeah. I'm glad at least something positive came out of my time in yearbook. Was it not a very good experience overall? <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> Why? Well, like I said, I loved taking pictures and doing the editing and everything, but man, wild stuff went down while I was in it. I actually considered writing a novel based on what happened during my junior year of high school. It was so crazy. What happened? It's kind of a long story. Is that okay? Of course. Okay, so here's what happened. It was my junior year, and I had just become editor of the yearbook. I was really excited. We picked a theme for the yearbook. We had it mostly mapped out. The year started off like normal, and so we had these two advisors for the yearbook. They were both fairly young. One was a bit older. Well, the older one, he got sick. 
Since I don't want anyone to connect this back to them, I'll just call them Mr. R and Mrs. A. Mr. R is the one who got sick. I don't remember exactly what it was, but he couldn't be at school for a while. It wasn't super serious. He was only gone for about two months. So, Mrs. A ran things because she had been there longer, but obviously, since he wasn't there, she stepped up a lot. But when Mr. R came back, we all figured that Mrs. A would just step aside and things would pretty much just go back to normal, but that's not what happened. Mrs. A didn't want to back down. She wanted to keep all the power, all the power that comes with being in charge of a high school yearbook, I guess. But anyway, that's how this major power struggle began. The two of them fought all year through passive aggressive comments and power moves. At first, they wouldn't argue outright in class, but that came later. And they divided our yearbook staff. Everyone was choosing sides. It was terrible. And I was stuck in the middle trying to mediate between two teachers. And really, I liked them both. I didn't have strong feelings either way. I just wanted things to calm down. So finally, at some point, I stood up during class and just kind of talked to everyone and said this really needed to stop. And I didn't direct it at the teachers, but they were definitely included in the people who needed to stop. And I tried to remind everyone that we had a lot to do and that we needed to pull all our feelings aside and get things done whether we liked it or not, but it didn't really work. Next thing I know, Mrs. A is pulling me and the other editor into her office and st starting to talk trash about Mr. R and telling us about how we need to talk to the principal and get him fired. Like you, the students? Yes! That's unbelievable. I know! And I said, uh, how about let's not do that? And right after that, I did go to the principal. And at this point, it's around April. And I just tried to explain what was going on. And it turns out he already knew. He had known since February. And so then I started to feel a bit upset. And I asked him why he hadn't done anything about it if he had known for several months. And he told me to stay out of the adult's business. And so then I got upset again. I told him that if the adults could behave like adults and stay out of our lives, then maybe we wouldn't have to get in theirs. And maybe he should do his job. And so he asked me, well, what are you gonna do about it? And so I said, here's what's gonna happen. You're gonna fix this, and if you don't, the entire staff will walk, and you won't have a yearbook. Wow, do you really think they would've? Absolutely. We were all completely fed up with the whole thing. Completely unacceptable. So what happened? Did it get fixed? No, he came in and talked to us, but then it just got worse. They were arguing in class in front of all of us. Things just kept escalating, and the staff was fighting all the time too. Everyone had picked sides. It was awful, probably the worst year of my life. We all probably cried a lot over it. Finally, we got towards the end of the year, and we got to a day where basically they raced to the principal's office to quit. Mr. R got there just before Mrs. A and quit, so he moved away, and the next year was just Mrs. A, and that whole year was pretty much just dealing with all of the damage left from the year before. A lot of people refused to work. I had to get up in front of the class again and again and tell them we still had to get the yearbook done, and there was still a lot of drama that had to be dealt with, and I basically did it all by myself. That's insane and terrible. I am so sorry you had to go through that. It's okay. It was awful and stressful, but it does make for a pretty good story looking back. That's a really optimistic outlook. I love that. And you're right, it's a very interesting story. I'm glad college is going better for you. 
You know, there were good times in high school too, of course. There were dances and dates, and the hot summer days when I went out for ice cream with friends. There was the satisfaction of a well-organized desk at home and a straight-A report card. And there was playing the flute and conducting at games every Friday for months on end. I have a lot of good memories of this place too. What do you think connects you the most to this town? Hard to say. I guess it's just kind of the routine of things, like the specific places here that became routine. Going for burgers in the same place after every football game, the ice cream shop my mom would take me to after every band concert, the park my friends and I played at in elementary school, and the swing set my friends and I still went to in high school, the shopping center I went to every August during the tax-free weekend to get all my new school clothes, the store that always had the cutest printed button-downs, those routines that become so ingrained in you that when the time to move on to new routines and new places come, you think back fondly to the days in your hometown. And in those bad times, like in high school, those routine things, they made the bad times bearable. I don't know if I'll live here my whole life, but it will always be a part of me. Well, that's all for today. I hope you enjoyed this installment of Hometown. We'll see you next time. Until then, don't be afraid to tell your story. Hometown is created by Aubrey and Ashlyn Seibert. Today's episode featured the voices of Aubrey Seibert as Kira and Kayla Weddington as Jenny. Original music was composed by Jonathan Sandy. Find more of his work on Spotify under Jonathan Sandy. Graphic design by Hannah Perkins. Special thanks this week goes to Crystal Summers for her writing advice, Jenny Fink for donating to our Indiegogo campaign, and Dr. Russell and Mrs. Alexander for all of their encouragements in pursuing creative projects. If you like our show and want to hear more as well as get some rad rewards, be sure to support us on Patreon, which helps us improve and make more of the show. You can find our Patreon at patreon.com slash cybertandcybert. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash s-e-i-b-e-r-t and s-e-i-b-e-r-t. Keep up with us on Twitter and Instagram at hometowncast and find transcripts and merch on our website at hometowncast.wordpress.com. You can also join our Discord community. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you for our next episode, which will be our season finale, Virginia, on June 20th. Until then, don't be afraid to tell your story. 